My message today is going to be really simple and very non-theological. Let's pray. Lord, this morning I thank you for the opportunity that we have to, to love you and to serve you, God. Lord, I thank you that you, Jesus, that you died on the cross for our sins. Lord, that we might be forgiven. God, that we might have a purpose and God, above all, we would have a family that you've called the church. Lord, this morning we, you know, with, with, with a gratitude in our heart that surpasses, you know, our culture and, 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 you know, even the way we were brought up, God, today we say thank you. For you are the head of this place and God, we are the church. We are the church of a God who lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So like I was saying before, today's message is not a very deep theological message. It is simply titled this, I Love My Church. So I thought that um, what would be really cool is that I just shared a few things that were important to me about my church. One thing that I really love is watching um, Warwick and Steve Mitchell when we're doing dance type numbers in church. Because if there's one thing that's going to get those two animated, it's when we do songs like God's Great Dance for, or even the second song we did today. I don't know if you've ever seen Fingers Work So Fast on a bass guitar. But um, Steve, you know, just amazing on that thing today. I love my church. The church is not a building, hey. The, ch- the church meets in a building of various different sorts, but the church itself is not a building. Turn to someone this morning and say, we are the church. As many of you know, I've been brought up in a Christian home, so there hasn't been a time in my life where I've, I've ever been away from God. Um, I really want to thank my mum and dad for that, hey? Um, it's a great blessing and a, and a privilege, and, you know, it, um, as I'm partway through my sixth decade on this earth, that means I'm in my 50s, if you haven't figured that out, you know, it's, it's pretty cool that even though at times life has thrown me the odd curveball, that God is still around and, and loves and cares for me. I, I'm not so convinced that that would have always been the case without the, the body of, of people called the church. Um, because sometimes we need people to get alongside us and, and give us a bit of encouragement. Sometimes we need people just to give us a bit of space. You know, I was thinking about the church, and I've watched, I've watched, you know, throughout throughout my life, and, and I haven't been to a, to a whole lot of churches, to be honest. I'm normally a pretty loyal sort of a dude. Most of the time it's because, you know, we move from place to place. But I've watched, and I, I was thinking about the various different, um, I don't know, the people, the church that, that has affected me and, and impacted me. But just so we know this is from heaven, let's read a couple of scriptures. Otherwise, I'll get into trouble from all the teachers in the place. Acts 20 verse 28 says, Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. So we are the church and we are obtained by Jesus' blood. We are not bought with credit cards or with deeds but we are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 1 verse 15 says, For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints, 
I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his great might." That he who worked in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. We are the fullness of Christ, together and collectively. Not individually, but together and collectively, we are the fullness of Christ. Who knows that the church isn't perfect? It's not perfect because I'm in it, and so are you. Amen? So at times, um, I, will, I will stand up here and have stood up in front of ver various churches over the years and have said things that aren't quite right. Um, particularly in the early days when I knew everything. Now I know I don't. But sometimes there'll be things that we say that just aren't quite right. And yet, and yet God is for us and through his blood he died for us. And, you know, I've seen some friends come and go and been a part of churches and moved on from churches and all that sort of stuff. And I don't know, I was thinking about why, why, why would people do that, you know? And then I thought, what's important to me? What's important to me is not necessarily strong theological depth, although I love it. What's important to me is relationship with Jesus, relationship with his Holy Spirit, and relationship with you. You know, like with Mel, it's just don't you think it's the greatest thing that God would, God would move in her daughter's life? You know? Don't you reckon it's a really cool thing that, that Jesus heals? But don't you reckon it's a really cool thing that, that he called us, even in our own state of non-perfection? Can I put it that way? Like I said, today is not a theological discussion. It's a heart discussion. And, and can I encourage us to, to look at each other and to really say, you know what? I'm glad to be in the body of Christ with you. And even though sometimes you might say something that, that hurts me or offends me or whatever else, you know, I just know that when the chips are down, I might do the same to you. But it's okay. God's for us, eh? What's the Bible say? The Bible says don't, don't argue about endless, geneal endless um, genealogies or endless... What's that scripture where it talks about... Theological stuff, theological stuff. Don't argue and argue and argue over, over the, the small things. But look at each other with love. And when someone's going through a tough time, get around them. Another person that just makes me think about this is Andrea. The best person to have on the front. Because when you get a hug from Andrea, you know that you are loved. Anyone else attest to that or is it just me? Uh-huh. You know that you are loved when Andrea gives you a hug because there ain't no getting out of that sucker until you feel loved. So 
So faith, prophecy, and a, a woman of great integrity, and you've got somebody here who would love you to pieces. Do you know what I mean? And, and um, you know, I just, I, I'm really glad, hey, to be a part of this body of Christ. And I think we could, we could all do well to say, you know what, Jesus, let's just, let's just put all the stuff aside that's going on in the world and put all the shakiness aside and say, you know what, God, I'm just so glad that you've called me to be a part of who you are. We are the church. You know, one of, our, one of the pastors that we used to work pretty closely with used to say, welcome church, and he always used to go on with the same spiel. He used to go, welcome church. I'm just letting you know that the building's not the church. We are the church. And after a while, you get sick of hearing it. But, but I just want to welcome us, church. We are the church of the living God. You know, you know, it's us. It's not welcome to church. It's welcome, church. Good that you're here. Welcome, church. That Jesus lives through who you are. You know, in Romans 16, the Bible talks or says this, Greet also the church in their house. Greet my beloved, something that's spelt like E-P-A-E-N-E-T-U-S. I don't know even how to say that. We'll just call it Epi. Greet also the church in the house. Greet my beloved Epi, who was the first convert to Christ in Asia. So we meet as a church in parks. We meet as a church in homes. We meet as a church in little country chapels, like where I grew up, with about 50 people in it at the most. We greet and meet in big mega church stadiums like, you know, Bayside and Cheltenham or Hillsong or places like that. We meet in hundreds and thousands of year old cathedrals. We as the church meet in, in many different places and the reality is that on a Sunday morning, we as the church meet. So welcome, church. We are the church of the living God. We are the body of Christ bought through the pain and suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ, which at the end of the day is enough theology for me. Jesus died so that we could be free. Amen? What do you think? Simple, isn't it? What did Jesus say about, this is not in there, but anyways, what did Jesus say about, about, the, about the, the two most important things? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. The second is like it. Love your neighbour as yourself. Don't you reckon life would be a little bit simpler if we just loved each other as, as we want to be loved? Just noting that we've all got our own different ways. You know, some people really like um, to be you know, hugged and gifts given and all different things. But at the end of the day, we love each other just with the same respect and honour that we have and want to look after ourselves. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbours as yourself. We were sitting in um, a restaurant the other day and I overheard somebody saying that the church is really just about, the church is just a, a tax-free company that just wants to make money, basically, is what they were saying. And I thought to myself, not our church. This is not who we are. Because I'm sure that if Pastor, Pastor Rob and Pastor Christie really wanted to, they could make some serious coin 
because of their gifts and their abilities. But they walked away from that to lead a church, to be, to be leaders over this place. And, you know, when, the, when this guy was talking, I was thinking to myself, it's a sad thing that, that, that human beings would have that because I think about who we are. And I look across this congregation here and, you know, we have our Sunday services where we, where we have community. And don't you reckon in Australia right now community is something that we're sort of missing a little bit? We have our mainly play and our mainly music for families in this community. We have Matt's place where we feed the hungry. All these things don't come for free. They don't make money. We um, have youth groups, which my kids have been a part of for years. We have Celebrate Recovery. We have Alpha courses that teach people about the fundamentals of the gospel. We have food parcels. We have hospital visits. We have baptisms. And you know what we do in the church? We have funerals. You know, none of these things are money-making ventures. These are outworkings of the body of Christ for which we are a part of. You know, um, some of us are good at playing music. Some of us are really awesome at teaching and could really get some proper depth out of what I'm saying here. (laughs) Some of us are are just really great one-on-one. Others are really great in a bunch of 10 or 20. You know, some of us are, are people that really are awesome with little kids and just are like the Pied Piper of children, you know. So, so when we talk about contribute, you know, contribute to our church is not a, not a thing to, to say, well, you know, we want. It's a thing to say, let's give. Let's be a part of something that's doing, that's doing something significant in this, in this community. You know, like we have a bunch of our young adults and, and some various others from within our church who are involved right now in ministry on the streets of Frankston, you know, through, through LifeGate. And, um, you know, that's, that's all coming from, from us, for us as the, as the body of Christ. Church is a vessel of inspiration and instruction in 1 Corinthians, the Bible says, now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. Isn't that great? There is some theology behind this. Go, Steve. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, do all work miracles, do all possess gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret. But earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. We are the body of Christ and individual members of it. Wouldn't it be really weird if we were just all an eye? You just sort of have to roll around, wouldn't you? Imagine if you're a little bit hard at seeing if you're just all an eye. Be like, donk, 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 as you're going over your glasses attached to yourself. Jimmy, you'd be completely had it. Such a blessing to have some pastors and leaders in our churches teach us and lead us as the young women and men. Can I again say, because of um, my history, and I know what it's like to be in a little country church with 20 or 30 people in it, it's an incredible privilege to have people like Pastors Rob and Christy Buckingham speaking in this place. Pastor Mark Connor, for goodness sake, every month in a church with a couple hundred people in it. 
we, we are a blessed body of Christ, eh? We're a blessed people. Um, you know, there's just so much stuff I've got to say here. I remember as a kid we had a uniting church minister who always encouraged us kids to play our music. So I was just learning the guitar at 17 years of age. Used to play a fair bit of trumpet back in the day. But um, very, very rough at playing the, the, the guitar. And half a dozen of us were all learning at the same time. And he encouraged us. It was in a night service, but he still encouraged us to get up there and lead the church in worship. And we had our electric guitars and our big amplifiers and sounded pretty rotten probably. But he encouraged us. I think it's great that we encourage each other in our own specific gifts and what God has called us to do. Make opportunity for, for each other to serve and to love God. You know, my Anglican church minister who, who taught us through communion, oh, confirmation, confirmation classes. You know, my youth leader who, even though he had a child with significant health issues or challenges, still every Friday night came out with us, a raggedy bunch of boys and girls, in the country, and, and sowed into us, even though he had every right to say, mate, I need to be home with my dying child. This is the church. We are the church. Let, let's not give up on it lightly. Let's treasure it like, like an incredible diamond or an incredible nugget of gold. Let's treasure each other beyond... beyond he said this, so therefore I disagree with that, so therefore I'm out. You know, let's, let's go beyond that. Let's be known as a, the church as a whole. Let's be known as a body of people that really believes and trusts in heaven and believes in each other. It's a blessing to be part of a church with pastors like we have with Pastor Rob and Christy, you know, who are inspirational people and lead us in difficult times. It's a tough time in Australia right now, you know. It's a change, time of change. But we've got people who earnestly live and let's give them the grace to, to lead us with integrity. You know the thing that I love the most about my church is you, suckers. My mates, my friends, the ones I want to hang out with when I'm feeling like crap. The people that will get alongside me and say, hey steve good bit of guitar work last week. You're the ones that I want to be with. It does me well to do life together with you. I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't need to build a career out of this thing. What I want is to be a part of a family. And I feel like I am. Yes, there's going to be times when we disagree. There's going to be times when we even hurt each other, like any family. Sometimes, you know, we go through tough times. But I love my church and I love you. And I want to be a part of your life. And why not? Why not be beyond just, you know, the superficial things of life? I love mucking around with Steve and Blair on the guitar and chatting about what guitar amplifier we're going to buy next. I love talking with Michael about the, the latest harebrained scheme he's got with another 1980s truck <laughs> that he's putting together and building together. I love the way, I love the way that... Um, I love the way when <laughs> another, he hasn't told me about anything just yet. It's all good. <laughs> I think we might be in trouble now. 
I love the way, you know, with Big Matty, I love the way with Matt that we can, that we talk about the latest thing that he's killed, you know, or the latest thing that he's gone to hunt or golf or, or whatever. I love, I love getting into the depth of the word with Jimmy, you know. I love being in the naughty corner with Haley and Warwick. <laughs> I'm so proud when I see Tracy, Hannah, Georgia and John stand up and, and be counted for the gospel. Um, serving in the Lord's house regardless of what role they are, whether they're here or, or not, doesn't matter. For me, church is so much more than doctrine and points of view, but rather me being a party of, part of the body of Christ in this church we call, we call Bayside Church. More specifically, Bayside Church, Frankston. The Bible says in Ephesians, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the, work at, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians 1, And he put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the body to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Anyone, anyone just go without sin this week? No? Okay, cool. I'm in good company. <laughs> so, so we go through a bit of sin. We go through times where we sort of miss the mark, you know, where, where we miss the arrow. But at times God says, hey, duck, duck, duck under the wave and allow me to take control again. You know, like a little word from Maddie this morning. Hey, hey, just, just allow me to take control again. Don't you reckon that's the body of Christ? So be encouraged to, to talk to one another and bless one another. You know, most people don't need to be told what to do, but all of us need to, to hear and listen, to be listened to. You know, we don't need to be told what to do. Most of us know what to do. If we need, if we need to be told what to do, we'll ask, hey. So let's put that stuff aside. Let's not worry about that. Let, let's, let's be open to hear others. Let them talk without judgment, without uh, vilification. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. So can I encourage you to remember that we are the church, that Jesus died for us and the church is community. And in Australia right now, we need community. We need him. Amen? We need him so, so much in this country. You know, you think about um, some, some businesses that are going through a tough time right now because of the coronavirus. You know, these are the people that pay for our roads. These are the people that pay for our sick and our poor through their taxes. And some of them, their businesses have been decimated, you know, because of this one event. You know, some people have, you know, lost their life through abuse. Such a tragedy, hey? Um, some people have been rejected because of the colour of their skin or the, the orientation of their beliefs. You know, we don't need to be like that. Jesus came to save everyone you know and and i think as a church and i think we're pretty good luck i really like our catch-ups after church and even for someone who doesn't you know i don't necessarily feel comfortable with massive crowds i enjoy one-on-one -on -one conversations but but at the end of the day i like our lunches 
You know, I like the times that we get together. So let's make community a priority. Let's get involved with different ministries as, as God has laid it on your heart. There is no absolutely no... Um, you don't have to sign up to be a member in this church. You don't have to sign up to, to 20 different things to be okay. What you need to do is, is simply allow God to speak to you. And it might be the time now to get involved or it might not. Either way, it's all cool. Let's be generous with our gifts, our forgiveness and our friendship. Um, in this contribute booklet, which Jimmy's going to go through shortly, there's just so many different things. You know, like, just made me so sad when that guy said that the, the church was just simply about making money. How naive. Bayside kids, mainly play. Bayside youth leaders, church in action teams, communion, welcome team, coffee cart. Who doesn't love a good coffee? Sound and production, Bayside media, events team, worship team, artists, drama, Bayside community care. You know, the amount of things that we do as a church for community. Matt's Place, Search and Rescue, Alpha, Assisting Seniors, New Christians, Meals Ministry, Office Volunteers. I can add hospital visitations. You know, I can add, add just encouragement. I can add hugs. <laughs> Let's make it a priority. Let's be generous with our gifts. Let's be generous with our forgiveness. And let's be generous with our love and friendship to each other. Does it mean we're perfect? Absolutely not. Otherwise, there's no way in the world I'd be standing right here. Let's finish with the scripture as we hand over to Jimmy or Maddie, one of the two of them. Finish with this scripture. For as, as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, imagine if you just were a nose. He's a bit nosy, that bloke. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members, of, uh, members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, in proportion to our faith. If service, in serving. The one who teaches, in his teaching. The one who exhorts, in his exhortation. The one who contributes, in generosity the one who leads with zeal and the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let's pray.